Green Visions, Green Ideas. Welcome to our new episode on Green Visions, Green Ideas. It is a pleasure for me that we can announce the winner of our Behavioral Change Challenge 2021 today. You will learn how Selena influenced the behavior of people in a lab to cut down their energy consumption. Thanks to allgoodspeakers.com for their support. I welcome Professor Kerstin Fischer from the Department of Design and Communication at SDU and the winner of our challenge, Selina Sarah Eisenberger, who just finished her master's in web communication design. Hello, welcome you both. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, many congratulations to you, Selina. Great work you did. Let us first hear from, from Kerstin the background to this uh, challenge that is actually initiated by Kerstin and what the purpose and aims of this challenge are. Yeah, thank you, Katharina. Yeah, the Behavior challenge, Change Challenge is a competition for students at uh, SDU to come up with original ideas uh, for saving energy, water, or other resources. There should be a measurable impact, which means that students should really implement and try out their ideas and measure the effect. And there should be relevance for savings at Elcyon. So the, uh, the prize for the competition is a very nice metal plate in the shape of an apple tree and a real apple tree that was planted by the technical staff outside Elcyon between Elcyon and the new CIE. The submissions were reviewed by a board of representatives from different departments at SDU and uh, consisted of Caspar uh, Pasch from the Center of Industrial Electronics, Silke Tegmeier from the Department of Technology and Innovation, Juana Melina de Oliverda Hansen from West Clausen Institute, uh, Martin Klatt from the Border Region Studies, and Rosalind Langdijk from the Department of Design and Communication. Thanks to the committee again for the great work. Uh, they evaluated all submissions for originality, impact, implementation, and relevance for the Elcyon. Yeah, and actually it was not very easy this year as because of Corona, so many restrictions applied that not so many students were in the houses and it was really difficult to, uh, to actually do this uh, competition this year and find students to do it. Yes, exactly. Therefore, there were only three submissions, uh, but these were three very good submissions. And I'm sure that uh, we receive many more submissions next year when the competition is uh, a bit better known and when it's uh, easier uh, to study people's behavior because there are actually people around. <laughs> So we received one submission in which students uh, had developed a digital user interface to refill bottles uh, for cosmetic products. This allows people to uh, get their bottles refilled in the supermarket under completely hygienic circumstances. And in another submission, students developed a system to prevent so-called ghost meetings. That means that meeting rooms are booked, even though the meeting has actually ended um, much earlier or uh, not taking place at all. And uh, so the space is lost uh, for uh, other people to use these rooms. So these were very good projects, but neither uh, uh, neither could compete against the considerable impact your project uh, has had, Selina. So your topic was co-design workshops as an intervention for behavior change. So what exactly was your idea? Yes, 
So my idea originated from my master thesis that I've been working on the last semester. And I have been investigating how to change people's behavior and minimize the consumption of resources. As we already said, for example, heat, electricity and water by using the collected consumption data to induce behavior change. In one part of my thesis, I wanted to incorporate my design background and therefore I decided to do a co-design workshop in which I presented and worked with quantitative data. How did you actually do this, Selina? I mean, uh, you choose just a lab and you went there or how did you? Well, uh, as a foundation for the workshop, I manually measured the electricity consumption of one lab. As we already said, uh, during the corona restrictions, there were not that many people at Elsion. So I decided for one lab where there was potential for, um, yeah, for reducing the energy consumption. And I was reading a meter that was installed in the switchboard of the lab for two weeks before I held the workshop and then two weeks after I held the co-design workshop. And in the workshop, I wanted to actively incorporate the people working in the lab to think about what could be done to save electricity. And this, on the one hand, creates ownership and also gives the users of the lab a voice in the design process. And I also wanted to present the lab with this consumption data as it was the very first time that they have seen the data, um, the quantitative data that they are using every day. So this was also an interesting aspect for the users of the lab. Yeah, so some new experience. And were the people there quite cooperative? Were they interested? How did it uh, go? Well, in the beginning, I think uh, for myself, I was a little bit skeptical how I should approach this design task because um, getting to know the people in the lab, I saw that um, I had chosen a lot of creative tasks and that was maybe something completely new that the people working in the lab hasn't, haven't experienced before. And also I myself do not have uh, so much technical knowledge about the equipment in the lab. So that was definitely a little bit of a challenge but I took the role in the co-design workshop as an active listener and I gave the users the chance to explain to me what and how and when the equipment, for example, in the lab is used. And in addition, another challenge was, of course, that I, um, did, uh, I conducted the, the online workshop online remotely, so um, via Zoom, for example. And in general, here I needed some extra skills and tasks and yeah, a skill set to engage people. And the people in, that participated, they were really open about it and also cooperative, but I also needed some extra preparation. So I wrote for myself, for example, a script that made it easier to facilitate the workshop. And I also used, um, there exists this um, magic formula created by the Nielsen Norman Group how to get people to sketch, for example. Um, and there I, I did it like this, that I asked the participants to prepare very fat markers to draw on tiny spaces. I set the time limit. And in addition, I provided some ugly examples that I drew myself to make it easier for the participants to sketch um, different scenarios in which they would need quantitative data. Of course, not all participants um, created, for example, storyboards because I asked them to make some yeah, storyboards about the context where they would need quantitative data, but they all participated in the discussion. And in the very end, that was not really a problem for my workshop because the point was not to create perfect 
uh, pictures of perfect drawings of these situations or contexts, but it was about beginning to think about and reflecting also on how the lab was uh, currently used and how the consumption of resources might be reduced. Yeah, very interesting. That sounds like a really new experience for the scientists in the lab and the engineers. And um, so you, you actually achieved quite a lot. Will you also elaborate on, on, on the achievements? Yes. So um, my measurements, they revealed that the average electricity consumption before the co-design workshop was an average um, 302 kilowatt hours per day. And after the workshop, the people in the lab managed to actually reduce the energy consumption to 135 kilowatt hours per day. So they, the, all the participants in the co-design workshop, they managed to decrease the daily electricity consumption in the time frame that I measured to 167 um, kilowatt hours per day less than it was before. Well, so that's that amazing. Yes. Just in comparison for our listeners, an average household consumes around 1600 kilowatt hours per year per person. So the amount saved in this example corresponds to 23 times this consumption, 167 kilowatt hours every day. A good example really for the potential for savings that we have in many laboratory environments around the world. So it is worthwhile thinking about it and continuing this process. You did very well. Thank you. And actually, uh, we, we got some impulses also we, from other labs and interest uh, of people that want to continue with some more workshops like, like the one you did. So now we have to, to find ways of financing this and getting uh, some more input from people like you. Uh, so a very good example also, I think, for design and communication people to work together with scientists, which is not easy as we, we speak different languages, of course. And then uh, you, you have to find a way to talk to these people. But you did this uh, via communicating in, in, yeah, with examples. And that was really good. Thank you uh, for taking the effort and contributing with this great result. And I hope you listeners, you got some very good ideas from this example and might also want to continue in, in this regard and do something similar. Yes, and uh, of course, we hope that you'll feel encouraged to submit a contribution to the Behavior Change Challenge next year. Yeah, that's very important. And next year also, we, ho we hope that we have more physical attendance in the, at the university. So uh, there's a lot more possibilities for behavior change than uh, we had for this year. Thank you very, very much and congratulations again to Selena. Now, just a last note that I have, uh, we will now have a longer break for this Green Vision Screen Ideas podcast and we'll return to you in September. Have a nice summer. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.